Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at My Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. So can't stop, won't stop. We're going to jump right into the message here. So um, Psalms chapter 33, verse 11, it says this. It says, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. Somebody say, can't stop. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. Somebody say, can't stop. So the plans of his heart to all generations say, won't stop. The Bible, you know, the, when God spoke the world into existence, you know, even, even um, scientists, they, they know that the universe is, for, is still expanding. Why? Because God said, let there be light, and that word's still moving. That word is still moving. The Bible says that God has every star numbered by name. He's named every star. This thing is still moving. And, and the counsel, I'm just going to encourage you here. What, what is this message all about? Can't stop, won't stop. It's about the counsel of the Lord stands forever. His plans, the plans of his heart. To all generations, pardon my voice here this morning, I am catching my healing as well. Somebody say amen. But the counsel of the Lord, excuse me, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Um, And I want to encourage you here in the beginning of this year, in this sermon series we're going through, and us as a community, we're about to launch out as a new church in two weeks. Praise the Lord. But we're not going to stop what God's called us to do. We're going to continue to do what we're called to do. And you're going to continue to do what you're called to do. And there's something about when God touches somebody, when God gives somebody a word, when he speaks to somebody, when he puts his hands on his marriage, when he puts his hand on a person, when, he, when you encounter him, there's something so powerful that nothing can stop it. And I just want to share a few things in my personal life that have tried to stop me from walking with God. Um, there are things in my, there's things I still fight through. Um, there's, there's certain things just internally as, as, a, as a man that I've had to fight through. And I'll be honest with you, I continually have to fight through that has tried to stop me um, from, from continuing to, to walk out what God has called me to do. And I'm here to encourage you, if anybody gets anything out of this, my prayer is that you get something out of this, is that you get out of this. That regardless of what you've been through and what you're going through, that, that it's the grace of God and it's his counsel and it's the plan in the heart of God that, that, that's going to continue to keep you going. Can I get an amen out there? And so once again, I'm going to read it again. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. Be encouraged um, in that the plans of his heart to all generations. That it's God's counsel that stands forever, regardless of, of your own weaknesses and your own frailty and infirmity and your own brokenness as a person. One of the things that has tried to keep me from stopping my whole life is feeling that I don't quite have measure up to what's expected. I've always had to fight through insecurity or had to fight through a struggle of not quite and feel like I quite measure up. You know, having to fight through that, that I don't quite... Uh, measure up and I you know in growing up I I was always the little guy around so maybe that's why I'm always a little more feisty than everybody else you know what I'm saying maybe it did me some good (laughs) didn't give up so easy you know what I'm saying I might not have a loud bark but my my, but I but I got a bite that doesn't let go come on now come on now I might be little I might be a little dog but I'm still a dog 
Come on now. I mean, you know, it's the little dogs that I'm scared of. Come on now. It's the little ones that I'm scared of. They got something to prove. Come on now. But, I, but I've always, I, I'm just being honest with you. I mean, I grew up in a house I was abused and, and all kind of craziness. And so with that, that just came with a lot throughout my whole life, having to just kind of not quite feel like I quite measured up to, to what, what, what was, the, was the thing I had to measure up to. And that's the thing I feel like, oh, I mean, even as a grown man, married with children and all that, that that's something that I still, I still fight through. Okay, but I'm here to tell you right now that if you feel like you don't quite measure up that 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 God, it's God's grace anyway. He chooses people like that just to prove that it's his work and not the work of man. The Bible says, you know, not many wise were called. It's actually the Bible says that that he calls the foolish. (laughs) You know, the question is, are you available? All right. I got a couple laughs on that one. I guess those are the available ones in here. But it, see, that's the point. Can't stop, won't stop. This isn't willpower. This isn't human ingenuity. This is the counsel of the Lord stands forever. Why can I still continue, Pastor Sean? Because it's his counsel that stands forever. It is his spirit, his eternal spirit and his word inside of you that's going to keep you moving on. It's the plans of his heart to all generations. It is his grace. It is his ability. I'm telling you right now, without the Holy Spirit, this little man up here would be dead in the water. I mean, I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do this thing. But, but I can't stop, and I won't stop. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's mainly and primarily because of the grace of God. And it is his counsel. It is his word that is forever settled in the heavens. It is his faithfulness that keeps us. Come on, somebody. All right. And so here's my first point. Is God is ever working and his plan never stops. All right? God is ever working and his plan never stops. Let's look at Psalms uh, chapter 40, verse 2. It says this. It says that he also brought me up out of a horrible pit, okay, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock. Somebody say can't stop. He set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. All right? So this is the work of God that has enabled you to stand. This is, the, this is God's grace. This is God's love. This is God's spirit. This is, this is Christ in you that enables you to, that you can't stop, that you won't stop. All right? He also brought me up out of a horrible pit. Has God brought anybody out of a horrible pit a time or two? How about a couple pits? How about a few along the way? Maybe you stepped in one on your way into church this morning. But out of the miry clay, come on. And he set my feet upon, he set my feet upon a rock. This is his grace. This is his doing. And he established my steps. He solidified my steps. Once again, my first point, God is ever working and his plan never stops. Here's here's another verse here for this point. Psalm 37 verse 23. Psalms chapter 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He's ordered my steps. 
Why can't I not stop in this walk? Why, why, how can I go into this new year knowing that I can continue everything God said, even the things you're still believing for that haven't come to pass, things that he's told you. I mean, there's some things in my heart that have not come to pass yet, but, but, but how can I believe? Because he's ordered my steps. I'm here to tell you right now, your steps are ordered. They're planned. They're orchestrated. They've been designed. My steps are ordered. Look at your neighbor and tell them my steps are ordered. All right, the steps of a good man are ordered to the Lord, and he delights in his way. All right, he, the, your steps are ordered. Your steps are ordered. You don't have to go through this life alone. You don't have to go through this life in your own willpower, in your own strength, but you can go through this life in, in God's strength and the fact that he ordered. You need to trust that 2020 is already set for you. I mean, every step. I mean, from now till December 31st, 2020, my steps are ordered. All right. And, you know, it's like that old Michael Jackson video, you know, Billy Jean. Right. And he would step on it. The, and then the light, he'd step on the uh, some of you are looking at me like, what's he talking about? Some of you know, some of you were older than me when it came out. So don't look at me like that. Remember, you know, he had the white shoes and the, and the light goes on every time he step. His lamp is a no, I'm not going to do Michael Jackson. <laughs> come on. Come on. It's a new year. It's a new me. <laughs> Right? Remember that old Billie Jean when he stepped and the, and the light went on, right? Come on now. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Everywhere he stepped, that light went on. His, lamp, his word is a lamp unto my feet. Look at Michael Jackson. He stole that from the Bible. Come on, somebody. It's a lamp unto my feet. Every time I step, that light goes on. Right? And it's a, it's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. My steps are ordered. you got to understand that. You, you, how many of you in your, your 2020 in front of you, there's some unknowns? I mean, some of us, it might even look like a big old cloudy haze, right? We don't get a lot of that around here in Southern California. But you ever been up in the mountains early morning and you're like, and, and you could barely see the lines on the, on the road, you know, on the mountain. It's, and it could get, it's like, what, a little scary, right? Um, but, but you got to understand, though, though, with our natural ability and our human ability, um, God has your steps ordered. So, and nothing can stop what's ordered. It's designed. I gotta hear, I'm here to tell you, your life is designed. 2020 is in the is in the book of it's in God's book. He's got the thing all worked out. He's the Alpha, which is the beginning, and he's the He's the Omega, which is the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. So he's got from now till eternity covered, and your steps are ordered. And 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 how do we stay on this path? Well, that's why we're doing. Uh, 14 days of prayer and fasting, folks. We want to make sure that we stay on the right path. But I want to encourage you that your steps are ordered, that this thing is already in God's mind. The plans of his heart are established. There's some unknowns. There's some struggles. There's some fights. But God's got your steps. As long as we stay in him, we're going to be right where he needs us to be. Amen. He's got, he's got the whole thing figured out. I'm here. I'm just going to encourage you here. 2020, you just need to trust God. Trust God that he's got the thing ordered. Trust God that he's got the thing orchestrated. Trust God that he's got the thing all under control. All right? All right, look at your neighbor again and tell him my steps are ordered. 
That's what I want to start with. Can't stop, won't stop. I don't want it to be just this, just this sheer like human commitment. Oh, I'm not going to stop. Oh, I'm just going to hold on. No, no. Yes, there is that. Yes, there is that faithfulness. And at times there's a fight to stay faithful to the Lord. I understand that. But before that, primarily, it's the grace of God. It's his hand. It's his goodness on your life. And just like I said, what has tried to stop me from what God has ordered? It's inferiority. I feel like I don't quite measure up. When you feel like you don't quite measure up, you're like, I'll forget it then. I can't do it. Why try something I can't complete? Just forget it. It's tried to stop me a time or two. Oh, man, I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this Christian thing. I can't, I can't live right. I can't, you know, there's been times in my walk with God, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't break this temptation, this struggle, this addiction. Been time in my walk with God as I'm trying to press into God. Like, man, I just, you know, I'm not good enough. I can't quite measure up. These things try to stop me. And then God had gone begin to show me that it is not me measuring up. It's him doing the measuring for me. <laughs> Amen. Here's, an, here's another thing that's tried to stop me, can't stop, won't stop, is not feeling that I quite fit in. It can be discouraging at times if you feel like you can't quite connect to the right people. If you feel like you're missing something because of this group over here or this super spiritual person over here, even throughout my walk with God at times. I remember being in Bible college. I wanted to be around certain people in the Bible college. I wanted to be around the spiritual ones, or at least I thought they were spiritual. I wanted to be around. Oh, I wanted, I was like, oh, man, I want to hang out with those guys. You know, I didn't get invited to their party. And so many times I was discouraged. Oh, man, these church people, man, these snooty church people trying to act like they're all that. Right? I don't want to be around them. Anybody feel like that about church people? Raise your hand. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, you can raise your hand. But it never, it never happened here, right? Hopefully not. But I, I've been in environments like that, even in the church world, where I'm like, oh, those are the cool people. I can't, I can't, I can't kick it with them. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I felt like at time because of who I was and where I came from, I can't tell them what I came out of. Definitely won't be invited to their party, their bougie little spiritual party. If I, if, I, if, I drop, if I drop where I came from, they'd be like, oh, you know, they try to send me to Teen Challenge or something. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on now. Right? So how many, uh, that, that's a heavy one, insecurity and not feeling like you fit in. How many people leave church because they feel like they don't fit in? How many, how, many pe- how many marriages get destroyed because they just don't quite feel like it, they fit in with that person? How many, how many relationships are destroyed? How many, because they don't feel like they quite fit in. And then, and then I go to my Bible and it says, Jesus said, come to me, you, I will by no means cast you out. I mean, how do, why do I know that scripture? Well, I just told you why. I've had my struggles in that. I will by no means cast you out. Come to me, come to me, all that weary and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Uh, Ephesians says you're accepted in the beloved. Capital B is speaking of God, that, that you're accepted in the beloved. You're accepted. I've struggled my whole life from stop, the devil trying to stop me from what I've been called to do, and it's been because I don't feel like I quite fit in. And sometimes I think it's the hand of God on us making sure we don't fit in because you get years down the road and you find out why God didn't want you with them. And you're like, thank you, Jesus. I thought they were spiritual. 
Now they want to try to fit in with me. And I don't let them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Come on now. Come on now. We got we to gotta get through the I don't quite measure up and I don't quite fit in. I, I believe that's everybody's struggle one way or another. I don't quite measure up. Maybe it's a pressure your parents put on you. Maybe it's the way they've communicated to you through years. Maybe it's your own internal dialogue. I don't quite measure up. I don't quite fit in. Even growing up, how I grew up um, in the skateboard world and, 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 and all that, like back then, like skaters were rejects. Socially, it wasn't like a cool thing back then. So, just, so then once I got saved, I was kind of used to it. I was kind of used to it. But that was something I had to fight through. I had to fight through, um, you know, struggling to fit in. So let's look at Acts chapter 11, verse 23. If you're taking notes, you know what I'm saying? You need to give God those. I don't quite measure up and I don't quite fit in. All right? Somebody say can't stop. Somebody say won't stop. Okay? Acts 11, verse 23. When he came and he had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Somebody say, can't stop. Somebody say, won't stop. Okay? He encouraged them to continue. I'm here to tell you right now, I know what it's like to have internal struggles and still continue. That I'm going to continue. I don't feel like I'm accepted by these people. I don't feel like I'm accepted by these people. But I, but I feel God saying, no, I need you still, Sean, to continue. I don't feel like I quite measure up God. And God's like, I, um, you just need to still keep moving. You still need to continue. So I, let me be that person to you today that you should continue with the Lord. Amen. I know it's the beginning of the year. And people kind of start off on the right foot. And, you know, like, for instance, I was supposed to go to the skate park once a week. I didn't make it to the skate park this week. I didn't quite measure up. I'm going to start in February. Come on. <laughs> mm. I have my reasons. I'll explain them later privately. But when he came and he had seen the grace of God, uh, look at the grace of God is on you, church. The grace of God is on you, man of God. The grace of God is on you, woman of God. And I am glad because I see the grace of God on you. And I'm here to encourage you all that with purpose of heart, you should continue with the Lord. Somebody say amen. I'm dare to tell you right now, God builds great things for on people that continue. It's what a remnant is. Those that remain, that they should continue. All right? Philippians chapter 1, verse 25. All right? I see the grace of God. The grace of God is on you. Look at your neighbor and say, the grace of God is on you. Tell them. All right? And so look at them and say, so I'm going to encourage you. Come on, come on, talk, talk to them. Tell them, I'm going to encourage you with purpose of heart that you continue with the Lord. All right? See, notice it started with grace. When you see grace on somebody, encourage them to continue. When you see a little bit of progress, man, be like, keep coming. Right? When you see a little bit of love of God, if you just see a little bit, maybe nobody sees anything, but you see God on them. Tell them, man, God's on your life. I see you. Continue with the Lord. Continue. Philippians chapter 1, verse 25. And being confident of this, 
I know that I shall remain, here it is, and continue with you. Continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you. With you all for your progress and joy of faith. Somebody say, can't stop, won't stop. So here's a spiritual leader speaking to the church in Philippi. And he's like, look, guys, I'm confident of this. Check this out. I'm going to stay. I'm going to remain with you so I can see your progress. And we just came out of a series about stewardship, a series about stewardship. And then we went into um, just the message, the last message of the year. Um, um, you know, finishing strong. And I believe this, this series is just a continuation of that. And um, it's for us as, as individuals and, and to progress in our, in our faith, in our walk with God. He continued. He was there to walk with them. And here is my next point. And it's actually in the form of a question. This is good stuff here for the new year for you. Who in your life is committed to your spiritual progress. Who in your life is committed to your spiritual progress? All right? And so um, God's plan, his grace is going to stand. And his is going to, you know, God is ever working and his plan never stops. But the way we steward this, this purpose, this is, is, is allowing others, somebody in your life to be like an Apostle Paul that was to the, to the Philippian church. That he's like, look, I'm going to remain with you and I'm going to continue with you for your progress. I believe there's people assigned to you that they are there for you to, to help you and to walk with you and to do this journey of life with you. I shall remain and continue with you. Why? Why? Why are those people there? For your progress. For your progress and joy of faith. This is another thing personally that has um, tried to stop me. Number one was inferiority. Not, quilling, not feeling like I quite measured up. Another one was um, insecurity, not feeling like I quite fit in. And another one was, is that when people were really trying to help me, it was hard for, because of those issues, it was hard for me to receive um, the truth coming from them, that I was uh, defiant, um, I didn't want to hear it. It was hard for me because of my insecurity and inferiority. When they would speak to me, I felt like they were beating me up or pushing me down. And so, um, and so that is God's method, though, is to bring people into our life that actually help us walk through things, to help us, to speak truth to us so that we can progress. My progress in my walk with the Lord has happened a lot of times because of other people speaking into my life, um, other people along my journey. Um, um, recently, I've been in touch with just other ministers and those um, out there that aren't necessarily a part of our community because we're launching out. Just been touching base with them, asking for their prayers. And uh, 
one of those uh, mentors I got a hold of on Facebook, there was this, I've shared this before, maybe at Bible study and stuff at a time or two, but there was this, there was this um, brother and sister when I first got saved uh, that um, were a bit older than me. We were like teenagers, me and my friends at the time when we um, came to church and started coming to church and all that, and there was this uh, brother and sister, they were like in their late 20s, maybe early 30s at the time, much older than us, but... Um, they really uh, mentored us, uh, really took time to connect with us. We were like a ragtag bunch of kids that um, just weren't in church, weren't part of church, didn't grow up in church, didn't know how to act or anything like that. And they just really took us in. Uh, they would, uh, we would, uh, they would, after school or whatever, they, they were that ones that actually brought me to the church um, that I really got planted in and started to serve in. Um, they also like would take me and my friends to like coffee shop. My friend Quack, those of you who know Quack, he was part of that crew. Uh, as teenagers, we were knuckleheads too, man. But uh, um, they'd take us to coffee shop, just um, read the Bible to us, share the word, connected us to a healthy pastor. And, and there were times they just would speak into my life, and it aggravated me. I mean, it just bothered me. I was like, man, you don't know me. You know, talking to me like that. Anybody ever get like that when somebody's really trying to help you in your life? You don't know where I'm from. And, you, you know, at least that's what I would do. My eyes would get all wide. And then I'd talk smack about him behind the back. Then I'd come to church and apologize and be like, man, I really appreciate you guys. He's really trying to help me out. <laughs> come on now. But, but they were there for my progress. They were there for my progress. There are people in your life. God, God, God. We, let me say that we need people in our life for our progress. Can I, can I get a witness? Come on. Come on. Raise your hand if you are, be honest. Say, you know, I need maybe at least one person in my life to help me with my progress. Right? And so, and so, so, uh, and they weren't perfect. And they, you know, they were kind of quirky and had their little, Whatever that we, you know, but but God still used them, right? God used them to get me and my friends down the road a little bit. And, you know, um, I am literally in Southern California because of the voice of those mentors back in 1993, 94 and 95. Like I literally moved down here from Northern California because of a conversation with those people. And then she sees that we're now uh, one of the, it's a brother and sister, and she was like, man, I'm so proud of you and everything that God's doing in your life. And I'm like, man, I can, I can track the trajectory of my journey to conversation I had with them about me obeying God to come down here for Bible college. And, um, and they, they were very uh, forthright. You know what I'm saying? They were straight shooters. And some of my friends, let me just explain this. Some of my friends, let me just share this, um, around me at the time couldn't take it. So these mentors really, really, I, I, I ended up um, connecting with them on a deeper level than the rest of my friends. And I'm here to tell you, some of the rest of my friends right now have stopped in their walk with God. I'm not saying that they were some magical people that they need to listen to. But what I'm saying is the fruit of listening to somebody that's there for my progress 
And, 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 and some of my other friends, I, they would dog them and say, oh, man, they, you know, like they, they just really didn't. Um, they just really uh, weren't listening to the voice of those leaders at the time, and they aren't doing so good in the Lord right now. Come on, somebody say, can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, hallelujah. All right, one more time. Philippians chapter 1, verse 25. I'm going to read it one more time. And then we just got one more scripture, and then we're done. Philippians chapter 1, verse 25. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all. Wow. For your progress and joy of faith. All right. All right, come on. Talk to me in here. What was my first point? God is ever working and his plan never stops. I say it again. God is ever working and his plan never stops. Second point, who in your life is committed to your spiritual progress? Say it again. Who in your life is committed to your spiritual progress? There's somebody there, somebody in your life committed to your spiritual progress. Can't stop, won't stop. Here we go. This is my last verse. Romans chapter 2, verse 6 to 8. Romans chapter 2, verse 6 to 8. All right, here we go. This is a heavy scripture, okay? This is heavy. This is good stuff, though. This is Bible. All right? Who will render to each one according to his deeds? Somebody say, uh-oh. This is what it's God talking here. Who will render to each one according to his deeds? Verse 7. Eternal life. To those who by patient continuance, somebody say can't stop, won't stop. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance. There's no, um, you can just keep it up here for a sec. There's no quick, there's no microwave Christianity. Come on now, this thing is like, you know what, patient continuance in doing good. Seek for glory, honor, and immortality. This is the Christian life. Come on now. Isn't this exciting? Wow, hallelujah, the gospel. Eternal life for those that by patient continuance in doing good. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm the only one excited in here this morning. Come on, this is, this is the walk of God. This is the walk of faith. This is a walk of faith. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. This thing is a marathon. Come on now. This eternal life to those who by patient continuance. I know this isn't a popular scripture nowadays. I'm going to read it again just because it makes me feel so good. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance and doing good seek for glory and honor and immortality. Things we're seeking for. Look at this thing. This thing is a journey that it's not just some quick little moment all the time and everything's just better overnight. No, this thing is a journey. It's a walk. There's seed time and harvest. There's seasons. There's mountaintops. There's valleys. There's trials. There's tribulations. There's victories. Lord, there's, there's sad days and happy days, but they all can have joy in them. Hallelujah, can't stop, won't stop. Come on, I'm here to encourage you. Many of you have been through some trying, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching times, and you're still walking with God. You are proving this scripture true, that eternal life is to those with patient continuance. Many of people in here, you've lost loved ones along the way. 
that you have felt was maybe even premature, but you've continued. You've had trials and, and, and troubles, and you've walked through things. Things didn't quite work out. Relations didn't quite work out, but you have continued with patient continuance in doing good, seek for glory and honor immortality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's the last part of the verse. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. This isn't, this, uh, God's wrath isn't um, at, designed for people. It's sin. But if we die in our sin, we die in his wrath. Come on, the wages of sin is death. This isn't, God doesn't hate people, but God hates sin. The Bible says that hell was prepared for the devil and his angels, not for humanity. It's those that die a, die a sinner, unrepentant, without putting their faith in Christ, that the Bible says that it is indignation and wrath. This is, this is not, this is the gospel. The freedom in Christ from sin is the blood of Jesus alone. It is only the blood of Jesus. It is only accepting Christ as Lord. Yes, there is wrath. Why? Because there's sin. Check it out. God's indignation and wrath was already poured out on his son once and for all. If we do not receive the son who received our wrath, we will receive the wrath that was actually on him. It's not, a, it's not, this isn't a, a hate of people in sin. It's an identification of sin and the results and the payment for it. Come on now. I'm a, I'm a gospel preacher in here. Hallelujah. This is a, this is a, this is a, this is a way out of freedom in Christ, of forgiveness that we could be washed. Here it is. Hallelujah. My last point is this. Continuance has a reward. I'm here to tell you, continuance has a reward. Continuance has a reward. Not in your own strength, but in his strength. Not in your own ability. The Bible says through those through patient continuance. I, I shared some things with you that I personally have struggled with that has tried to get me to stop and still does from time to time but I, I, I just hear God still say come keep coming keep coming keep coming patient continuance hallelujah every head Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary LA. Be blessed.